The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the ECU Players Lounge. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU baseball players Zach Agnos, Ryder Giles, Bryson Worrell, and CJ Mayhew to talk about the 4-0 week the Pirates had and a series sweep over UCF. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. We'll head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line and talk to CJ Mayhew, East Carolina played so well this weekend cj was kind of bored they didn't need him they did use them in the win over elon and we'll discuss that and more with the pirate pitcher who joins us now on the pirate radio live line cj appreciate your time how you doing man i'm doing good how are you hey great uh congratulations on a great weekend for the pirates how about a three-game sweep against ucf and uh cj your first sweep of conference play this year and uh that had to feel pretty good tell us about uh the weekend and uh and finishing it off on saturday uh yes uh i mean it was it's awesome uh being able to get the sweep we've been we've been pretty close the last two weeks and this week we finally finished it out uh i think it was a complete team win this uh this weekend so it was really really good to be a part of and man the bats got going uh cj and uh that's got to make you pitchers feel good when the bats get heated up like that what was that like watching that offensive performance by the pirates uh this weekend uh i mean it was it was awesome it was, it was crazy um yeah it seemed like the bats they they never cooled down this weekend it was uh it was a uh, really really cool to see uh seemed like we just kept adding bronze on almost every inning so uh, just putting a lot of pressure on the other team. CJ May, you're joining us. CJ, you guys, when I talk to you every Monday, seem so consistent. Uh, you, you go to work, you do your job, and and hope you get the results you get, uh, and then those results are positive. So I don't think much changes for you. I mean, did you guys do anything different this weekend that you haven't done all season long, or was it just kind of sticking to it and, and you got those results uh, that you were looking for? Yeah, uh, I mean, we, we – we didn't try to change uh, much of anything, just sticking to our approach. And uh, I know from the offensive side, every guy one through nine um, kept the chain together we always talk about. And uh, when you do that, good things will happen. And it capped off a great week for you. Got the midweek win uh, as well, CJ. And uh, you played a big part in that, uh, coming in, pitching a couple of innings, four strikeouts. How about your performance uh, against Elon? How'd you feel out there? Uh, felt really good. Uh, I think I came in. It might have been the uh, the fifth inning, or, or yeah, I think the fifth inning. There was two runners on, and uh, my job was just get the offense back in the dugout as quick as possible, and uh, that's what I did. You're able to do that and uh, some great pitching performances uh, throughout the week and the weekend. But, uh, man, when you guys go, what, two, four, six, uh, I think nine pitchers against Elon and – giving up uh only uh you know seven hits one run that's a good midweek ball to get you into the weekend now you got uncw coming up you, you get them at your place this time cj i know you've talked about their crowd on the road now you get the seahawks at home and uh, i know you're excited about that on tuesday yeah uh, no, now i've since i've been here i've never played uh wilmington at home we've always been there and their crowd is uh they bring a good crowd there so uh i'm excited for tomorrow and uh excited for uh pirate nation to be out there 
Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday series with Easter weekend, CJ. So how did you spend your uh, your Easter Sunday? Um, yesterday, uh, went to church in the morning, me and a couple guys on the team, and then we went to uh, Webb Tindall's house for uh, lunch. <laughs> okay, Webb Tindall, former uh, Pirate ba- uh, North Carolina basketball player, right? Yeah. What's the uh, what's the connection there? Um, he, uh, him, and uh, a pastor, uh, Jamin, they come and uh, do uh, like a little. Uh, on Sundays, they come. Uh, you can come early in the mornings, and they uh, do like a little Bible study with the team. So, okay, we've got a little close connection with them. Good deal. Yeah, he's a great dude. And uh, this is kind of a weird transition going from Bible study to. CJ Mayhew beating up somebody. Uh, so the other night on uh, last week on Twitter during the rain delay, I guess Thursday, CJ, I said uh, on Twitter, pick a current Pirate baseball player for each of the following. Uh, number one, fist fight your enemy. Number two, marry your sister. Number three, uh, pick a Pirate to live with for a year. And my answers were... Uh, to live with for a year, I pick Ryder Giles. He seems pretty chill. Uh, marry your sister, Bryson Whirl. As far as I know, he's a pretty good dude, so I'll take him. And then uh, to fist fight my enemy, I selected C.J. Mayhew because I don't know, man. You, you kind of got that bulldog in you. Um, first of all, did, what do you think about my answers there? Uh, I mean, I, I'd have to say they're, they're, they're pretty right. <laughs> all right, well, now I'm, uh, I'm going to turn the tables on you, put you on the spot, C.J., you got to you got to answer those questions for your teammates. So, so what uh, pirate other than yourself would you pick to uh, fist fight your enemy? Oh, uh, I'd probably go with uh, uh, probably Bryson. I mean, he's the biggest guy on the team. He's uh, he's, yeah, he's got a pretty he'd, he'd intimidate the uh, the other guy. That's for sure. All right, what current pirate do you trust to uh, to marry your sister? Oh. Uh, Probably, uh, I'd say Zach. Okay. All right. Zach Agnos. How about what current pirate would you pick to live with for a year? I guess you might already be doing this, but who, uh, who's on the team would, you know, it's not only cool to hang out with, but also they'll do some dishes, they'll do some laundry. You know, you don't want to, to live with a sloppy guy. So, uh, who would you pick? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to pick my roommate. <laughs> live with, uh, Skylar and Zach, but, uh, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be uh, Cooch Mayer. He's a, he's a, I mean, he's just a fun guy to be around, and he's, he's a pretty clean guy. So, and uh, and then speaking of Cooch, uh, is he doing all right? Uh, CJ, you expect to see him back on the mound soon? Yeah, uh, I I haven't heard much, but I talked to him, and uh, I mean, he said he's doing fine, so he'll be out there. Good deal. Uh, back on the road this weekend at Tulane, old uh, Corey Glore will be on the call when the Pirates take on the Green Wave. And I've asked uh, a lot of you guys, and, and I don't know you specifically have said this, but when I talk about you know who who do you like to beat in conference, who who talks a little junk, well you know Tulane seems to come up a lot, so this should be a fun weekend, right? Yeah, last year was. Uh... I mean, I, I've never been to Tulane. Uh, all the guys on the team said so it's a it's an awesome place to play at. But playing them last year, yeah, they was uh, there was a there was a little rowdy in their dugout. So, yeah, it was a it was a fun series last year, and I'm expecting a, a fun one this year. CJ Mayhew joining us. CJ, appreciate it, man. Hopefully, we can get you back in uh, studio next Monday. But great to talk with you today. Have a, a great week, and uh, we'll see you out at Clark Leclaire uh, coming up Tuesday night against UNCW.
Yes, sir. I'll see you. Pirate center fielder Bryson World joining us coming off. I don't know, Bryson, have you do you recall a series hitting better than the one you just had against UCF? Uh maybe last year against Memphis. I think I had player of the week last year too. And that was a pretty similar week, I think, stats wise. Congratulations on that too. Player AAC player of the week. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean it, not something you you go for or worry about, but no. nice to have, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the sweep's better, but I'm yeah. thinking. How do you go. find out that you won that award? Does the coach come up and tell you, or do you just find out through social media? Or? Yeah, our um, Instagram team posted it, so I just saw it on there. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool deal. Uh, Zach Agnos alerts us that he will be in studio coming up at 5 o'clock, so we'll still have Zach in here. we got Ryder Giles on the phone and, uh, and Bryson joining us now. We'll go ahead and get it out of the way. So just so I can continue to talk – Let's go ahead and get y'all spins in. So, Shirley, uh, thank you for agreeing to do three spins. Now, we, we do this. The tilt-a-whirl is uh, Bryson Whirl. When he gets a hit, that's a, that's one spin. A doubles two, triple three, home run four. So, for this weekend, we owe him 15 <coughs> spins. That's crazy. Because not only did he have two jacks, he had four singles and threw in a triple in. That is a, fun. That is a season high, and I don't know if that can be beaten. We'll see. That Yeah. So. Now your job is to try to, to get even more. <laughs> so uh, we'll go ahead and get y'all going here. So Shirley three, CJ four, and uh, they're going to get the spins in. <laughs> There's one for Shirley. CJ's got a pretty good – Two uh, for Shirley. Pretty good going. Three okay. for Shirley. She's done, and he needs one more. All right, I'm going to do my four. Chandler, can you ask uh, Bryson a question while I'm doing my? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, I asked you a question uh, off the air about you. congratulations on the two home runs this past week. Thank you. Um, when you hit a bomb, because the one on Thursday was a no-doubter, uh-huh. you were talking about how you were kind of reading the, the center fielder. Is that what happens every single time you hit a bomb like that? You just kind of read what the outfielders are doing? Uh, sometimes yeah. they don't even jog at all. They'll just watch it go by. Yeah, I think that's when you pretty much know it's gone. But, yeah, the ones that you hit and where you don't really know, you kind of read the outfielder, and they're kind of going back and slowing going down near the wall and looking backwards and you kind of know it's like yeah and that's got to be a great feeling too yeah it's a pretty good feeling all right you're out i'm in <laughs> bryson world joining us here uh bryson to get that win on tuesday and followed up with three more you guys and, and you in particular are so consistent you're like well i didn't do great this weekend i'm gonna keep doing the same thing pick it up but what was the uh i don't know the locker room the clubhouse like after picking up that sweep your first uh series sweep in conference play what was it like for you guys hey man it was awesome i mean i think we talked about last week how we've had those um puzzle pieces where we pitched good some then we've hit really good some and i think uh these this weekend was kind of we put it together where we I mean we can see what we do when we play to the best of our abilities I mean, our pitching was on i mean last two games gave up one run in two games and then of course the offense we scored i think around 30 around 30 runs in the yeah. three games so yeah i mean it just shows that what we can do when we play our best baseball and for a guy like Ryder who is pitching when there's a long lightning delay for him he's probably frustrated he knows that's it for him how about you y'all just had that big inning so you're on such a big high was it like all right we gotta somehow keep this going finish this game off what was that long delay like for you guys um yeah there kind of is a lull in there because you kind of have to we move back to the bus we're sitting on the bus for probably 45 minutes to an hour um, but when you get back out there, it's kind of like you're starting a new game. I mean, yeah. you got to get in that mindset with, hey, we're like we're about to start playing here in the next 20 minutes and do what you need to do to get ready to go. 
told it last week that it was uh it was i think it was a good thing that ucf was ahead of you guys in the standings it kind of gave you something to chase for something to go after this weekend you'll be taking on a team that's right there near the top with you in the aac in two lanes so again still a lot of games left to go but uh the top two teams in the conference going to go at it this weekend that, that's got to get you guys fired up yeah similar to what you were just talking about where you're trying to reach for that reach for that top spot i think and now it's just defending that top spot i mean i'm not really sure that i think we're right ahead of them. Maybe you're one game up. Yeah, yeah, one game up. So I mean, it's going to be a competitive series. Um, yeah, we're going to try to keep that that lead in the conference. Bryson World joining us. Bryson, uh, how about this week? You got an in-state uh, rival, and then of course the the team that's fighting you guys for the top spot in the conference. So uh, how about UNCW? You've already seen them once this year. Won a low-scoring game against them. Yeah. Uh, how about the the rematch coming up tomorrow night? Um, like every time we play them, I feel like it's a dogfight. Yeah. I mean, there's never been an easy time where we play them. I've been like, man, that was an easy game. But they're going to give it all we have. Um, we're going to give all we have. So I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a good one. And then uh, heading down to uh, see our old friend, the trader uh, Corey Glore, coming out this weekend. <laughs> Can you give him some strong words for me if you see him? I will. Yeah, Corey will be on the call. He'll join us coming up Tuesday awesome. on the show. And uh, Bryson, do you, do you know the name Seth Manus? I do. From yes. ECU Lord. So he is on the UNCW staff. Mm-hmm. He'll actually join us on the show tomorrow, but you'll have a uh, a former pirate who's going against you tomorrow. But we'll talk to Seth on Tuesday, Corey on Thursday as we look at the opponents for East Carolina coming up this week. And speaking of, uh, of former pirates, we continue to follow what's going on. How often do you look at what Burley or, or guys like that are doing in the minors? Is that something you uh, you keep up with? Do you still talk to any of those guys? Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I see um, you guys' updates that y'all put out on Instagram. So I know that Burley's been Burley's been killing it. Man, he has been uh, just – and it's not just power. I mean, yeah. he is a great contact hitter, and uh, he's been doing a, a fantastic job. And, Bryson, do you think about that as far as – you're very one day at a time, mm-hmm. but do you think about your future? And, uh, you know, I, I want to be in, that sho- in those shoes one day. Yeah, I mean, you always think about it that – you want to put yourself in that situation. So, I mean, yeah, it's something that I'm striving for, for sure. We uh, we talked about the uh, last week, Tennessee played Tennessee Tech in the Woodbat game. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Um, and I know we talked with Zach about it. How about you? Do you uh, do you have a preference, wood or aluminum? I guess right now probably metal just because I've used it so much. I haven't used wood in a while because I haven't played summer ball in the last two years. Oh, right. Yeah. So you played, what, one year of summer ball? Or? I played two. I played after my freshman and sophomore year. Then after junior year, I tried to play, and it was canceled because of covid and right. last year i i didn't play because i hurt my shoulder did uh did you get any how many home runs did you have with the wood bat it's been a while i think my first i think i hit four four or five both years around that around that number it was it the same is it a similar feeling like yeah the, i think it's a better feeling when you hit a home run with a wood bat yeah just that the sound's awesome yeah, too, the right? sound, i was gonna ask what's <laughs> what's better the sound of an aluminum bat or the sound of a wood bat wood bat for sure yeah. Those uh, those summer leagues, Bryson, is that something that uh, do you try new things there, or is it more about just you know getting more baseball in? It's like can you experiment at all when you're playing those? What what was it for you? Um, I think my first year because I didn't really have that. I didn't really play much my freshman year. It was yeah. just more getting those reps. But after my sophomore year, I was kind of like messing right, kind of tweaking around what works for me, what doesn't, what feels good in the box. I mean, I think it's a little bit of a mixture of both. And uh, so, how many different like levels of baseball have you played? Like literally growing up, and then Babe Ruth in high school. Did you you play travel ball? I'm yeah, assuming. I did. Yeah. Uh, did you play any Legion ball at all? I played a few games because we had a, 
the only time I ever played Legion was after my senior year. I played two games, but then we had to come here for summer school, so I didn't really play much after that. You get here, you play Pirates, you play Summer Ball. Like, have you, yeah. I don't know, have you ever thought like how many baseball games you've played I, in your a life? Ton. <laughs> a ton. <laughs> it's a lot. It certainly uh, certainly adds up, but uh, man, paid off for you this weekend with a huge performance, uh, two home runs, a triple, four singles, and the Pirates getting the sweep, which as you said, that's the most important thing. And Man, Bryson, to go into Sunday having only use four pitchers that's almost unheard of for for east carolina this year that was awesome yeah i know i mean sailor um who's yeah. Ryder and sailor on friday and then cooch and um danny bill on saturday or i guess we played thursday friday saturday yeah. thursday and friday yeah i mean that frees i mean all of us up really when you know you got your we still have cj down the pin we still have spivey down the pin and we got um the freshman that pitched um so, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of confidence going into Saturday's game. And I know you're not a doctor, but uh, have you talked to Cooch? How's he doing? I think he's fine. I'm not really quite sure. Sh- I'm not quite sure on what's wrong with him, but I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he left the game early, but we hope to see him returning very soon because he has been on point. And, and once again, uh, Ryder finally faced a little adversity. He had some runs scored on him, but only two of them earned. And he continues uh, to be that Friday night guy yeah. for you guys, it looks like. I mean, it's it's awesome when you go out there and you got a guy filling up the zone like that. I mean, it's easy to play. I think we talked about it before, but it's easier to play defense when you got a guy that's filling up the zone. He's getting soft contact. Um, so on defense, you're always on you're always on your toes, and you're never really asleep out there. All right, any more baseball questions before we get to some non-baseball, Chandler? You got anything else for Bryson? Uh, no, I think you touched on everything. All right, Bryson, I put it out there on Twitter during the uh, lightning delay. Uh, what pirate would you like to have uh, fist fight your enemy? Who would you like to have marry your sister slash daughter? And who would you like to live with for a year? Mm-hmm. And uh, your name has come up a couple times already today um, in the fight category. And, of course, you, you're a pretty stacked <laughs> dude, but, like, you seem like a nice guy. I guess if we, if you get pissed off, the, you turn into the Hulk or something. <laughs> but uh, so. but uh, you should take that as a compliment that uh, some of your teammates would pick you to, to fight a battle for them. So what pirate would you take to fight uh, your enemy on the team? I think it was your choice, CJ Mayhew. Just the I, bulldog? Yeah, I think I have to go with Mayhew. Yeah, I, I like that that attitude. And especially the fact that he is kind of laid back when he talks to it, it makes me even more scared of him because I know he could turn it on. Yeah, he's got that side yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah, so, all right, good call there. How about, uh, now, Bryson, I don't know you well. I, mm-hmm. I talked to you here on Mondays, but from everything I've, I've heard about you and got to know you, you seem like a good dude. So I would trust you with my daughter or sister. I don't know if I should, uh, but I am. Who would you pick for that category? I think my two choices would have been Ryder or Ben. Okay. All right. The two, two, two nice guys. Good good to hear. Uh, Ryder was my choice to live with for a year just because, A, he seems like a really kind of laid-back guy. Mm-hmm. And he already lives with Lane Hoover, who apparently is a diehard Braves and Hornets yeah, fan. Yeah, he, he is. So I'm like, all right, he's already got that. So, <laughs> so uh, who would you pick to be your roommate? Um, I have to go with Eight Mac. Okay, I feel like he would do some funny things around the house. <laughs> all right, there you go. Just keep you entertained, if uh, yeah. nothing else. Amac with a blast over the weekend, as well as the Pirate Bats uh, getting going, and hopefully we'll continue to get going. And might be, what'd you say? What was the weather like in Orlando for you guys? Eighty-five and sunny. Man, going to be a little chillier probably on uh, Tuesday. And Cliff Godwin doesn't talk about the weather. Surely he doesn't want to talk about the weather. He doesn't like the weather. He doesn't know about what's the the phrase he always says. 
I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. All right, but having said all that, it's got to affect you a little bit, right? What's the difference between a beautiful 80 and sunny and a cold 50 and, and drizzle? I mean, it's definitely a little easier to hit when it's warmer outside because you don't have to worry about stinging your hands or anything like that. Um, as far as like defensively, like your arm sprint's always warm. It's not like in between innings where you're trying to chuck the ball five or six times to get your arm hot. So I think there's definitely it's definitely easier to play when it's warmer. But I mean, I don't think it's going to affect us that much. And no excuse if yeah if it if it does change. The other the team court. has to play in it too. There you go. Good point. Uh, so that's coming up uh, at home, and then you guys are heading back down south to uh, Tulane coming up this weekend. So Bryson, keep up the great work. Good luck, man, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thank you. And let's hear from another Pirate player right now joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, East Carolina Ace, Ryder Giles, joining us today on the program. Ryder, how you doing, man? Good, Cliff. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, a lot of good Pirate baseball is going on. Congratulations on the sweep. And uh, you've been waiting to get that one in conference play after winning a couple of series. So uh, you guys had to be pretty pumped up to finish the deal on Saturday. Yeah. Um, it was a good weekend. We knew it was going to be, uh, you know, a tough one. UCF and uh, they were, I think they were tied for first in the conference. So, uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough weekend. And, uh, you know, the the, the bats came out this weekend. Uh, you know, pitching was really good. Uh, just good all around baseball. And, uh, you know, it was uh, it was good to get a sweep on the road. Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder, uh, UCF got off to uh, that good start on Thursday, two in the first, uh, four in the third. Uh, man, that fourth inning, East Carolina scores 10 runs. So uh, that's got to make a, a pitcher feel pretty good. How about that start? I mean, you faced a little bit of adversity, but I would say that's probably the most adversity you faced on the mound uh, as a starter so far this year. So uh, how'd you handle that? Yeah, it was good. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, a 10-run inning really helps. But, um, no, nah, I mean, AK kind of came in and, uh, you know, calmed me down a little bit. I was a little frustrated with myself and, um, you know, some, some things didn't go our way early on. But, um, you know, he called me down and just said, hey, just, just try to get us late into the game and, um, you know, save the bullpen a little bit. And, you know, offense picked me up. Um, and, you know, we were uh, – able to save some save some pitching and then you know sailor did a great job coming in closing that out after the uh lightning delay amazing the the pirates uh using two pitchers on thursday two on friday and that really sets you up for a lot of arms to use in in game three and once again the bats uh came alive uh to sweep ucf is it frustrating Ryder, when you get that weather delay as a pitcher and you kind of know that uh that's it for you yeah, it is. That was kind of my first taste of that. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I told AK I was good to go. He, um, I guess, because she, you know, he he made the smart decision. <laughs> you know, after like an hour delay or something. So, um, but yeah, you know, Sailor did a great job. He uh, he came in right after uh, right after we got back going, and you know, he didn't miss a beat, and um, I think he gave up one run in four innings. But you know, he did a great job, and then. Obviously, Cooch and Danny Bill on uh, Friday also did a great job. Yeah, and you threw seventy-two pitches. So, Ryder, you know how you, you probably feel like you could have thrown seventy-two more. But what is uh, is there a magic number for you they want to keep you at? Like, how much longer do you think you could have gone if there was no delay there? Um, 
I I don't know. I th- I threw uh, 88 the week before against Wichita State, so um, somewhere in that, right right around in there, excuse me. Um, probably around 100 is where they kind of want to cap it at. I I think right now I'm not really sure, but um, you know, each week I've I've slowly progressed and, and started working up a little bit more because um, I, I haven't ever thrown this many pitches, so. Um, just slowly progressing it each week, and um, you know, I think I think I probably had you know a few more innings in me, um, just from the the arm standpoint. But you know, the uh, the hour lightning delay is kind of tough to 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 sit there that long and then go back out there. You know, I just don't really want to risk anything. Yeah, and you mentioned this is the most you've pitched. So, so how are you feeling health wise? And I don't know, are you changing anything to to make sure you can extend yourself for the the rest of this year as a starting pitcher? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I feel good. I feel uh, you know, my arm feels fresh today. Um, just just a lot more treatment. Um, you know, kind of pre prehab stuff. Um, doing a lot of stuff on the front end. Um, you know, a lot more bands and stuff that I, I usually didn't do as a uh, position player. I probably should have, but um, just things that I didn't do um, as much before, going to see Womack every day and, um, you know, just a lot more arm care before I throw, after I throw, stuff like that. Ryder Giles joining us. Ryder, I know you are, are not a doctor, but uh, have you talked to Jake Kuchmaner and, uh, and how's Jake doing after having to leave the game the other day? Uh, he's doing good. I think, um, I think something just got a little tight on him. Um, you know, like you said, not a doctor. I don't want to try to even pronounce any of those words in there, muscles or body parts. Um, but, uh, he's doing good. He, uh, I think he's very, uh, smart, you know, to, to kind of grab it on the front end. As soon as he felt something, he said, you know, he said something didn't feel right on a pitch that he threw. So, um, you know, smart of him trying not trying to push through that and then you know seriously messing something up later on down the road Ryder Giles joining us Ryder I mentioned this to you uh the last time you guys were on the road the the dugout uh was pretty electric had some videos shot from the dugout of the world bombs and also the AMAC grand slam and uh you you always talk about got to bring your own energy on the road sounds like you guys had that in Orlando yeah for sure um you know Anytime you can put up ten runs in uh, three games in a row, you know that's uh, that's a big energy source. And um, you know it wasn't. I mean, if you look at the final score, it's kind of uh, it'll kind of grab you different than you know how it felt during the game. I don't think we scored until the fourth the fourth inning on um, Friday and Saturday. But and then you know Thursday we were obviously down four runs at one point. So. Um, you know, just hats off to the to the hitters and, uh, you know, staying with our approach and, um, you know, not getting frustrated early on from not scoring any runs. And then, you know, the, about the middle, fourth, fifth inning parts of the game, we were able to break it open pretty good. Ryder Giles joining us. Got UNCW coming up and then a battle uh, against the fighting Corey Glowers uh, this weekend. <laughs> we'll have uh, – as uh, it was either you or Zach referred to him as a traitor. I have as well, so I'll just say I did. I called him a traitor. Uh, he'll join us on the show later this week to talk some Tulane baseball. But uh, that's a fun week, right? You got an in-state rival, and you have a team that I know a lot of you guys have said uh, like to chirp a lot and you like to play against. So this should be a pretty uh, fun competitive week of baseball, Ryder. 
Yeah, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really competitive. Uh, you know, got to take care of business tomorrow. Uh, you know, UNCW will always uh, seem to play them close, and we know they want to beat us just as bad as we want to beat them. Um, and then, yeah, you know, it'll be good to see Corey again. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure I've probably joking around, called him a traitor or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah it, it'll be good to see him. And then, you know, obviously the top two teams in the conference standings, this weekend in New Orleans, so it's going to be a it's going to be a big week for us, definitely. Right here, it's, and and this is just my perspective. Early in the year, like every game, kind of counts equally. You still want to to do good on those weekend series, but even the midweek games seem very important early on. And then when you get in conference play. It, it seems like there's more weight put on those games than there are a midweek game against Elon and UNCW, and obviously you guys can't go into a game feeling that way, that one game's more important than the other, but, I mean, is there anything to that once you get in conference play? Like, are, How do you kind of psych yourselves up for a midweek game the same you do for a big Friday, Saturday, Sunday game against Tulane? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, you know, it's. I think it's just you know, it's kind of a maturity thing. You got to know that, um, you know, anytime you, you put on the East Carolina jersey that the other team's going to want to beat you. And, you know, UNCW is no different. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of close games uh, in the history of, you know, playing them. And um, just from my time being there, and I know before me as well. So uh, it's, always a, it's always a fun rivalry game. And, uh, you know, most of those midweeks are, you know, when we got Duke, State, and uh, – you know, like you said, Elon, we, we play every year, Campbell. So, um, you know, just, just kind of realizing that, hey, these guys want to beat you uh, pretty bad. So, um, you know, that's kind of what you got to look at it as. Anytime you put the jersey on, you know the other team's going to want to beat you. Ryder Giles joining us here on a Monday inside the Players Lounge presented by Delcor. Ryder, uh, I got some family time yesterday. Also, Got some golf time in, and, and I mean watching golf, not playing golf, but Harold Varner III, uh, just one shot short of being in the playoff yesterday uh, with Jordan Spieth, Patrick Cantlay, or no, Jordan Spieth and that, uh, what was the other dude's name? Yeah, it was it was uh, Cantley. It was Cantley. Okay, that was that um, that sab. Well, I can't even. I don't remember his name. Anyway, um, but man, was hoping Harold could get the job done. Spieth just put up a score, went to the clubhouse, and would was hoping that Shane Lowry would screw it up. That's exactly what happened. But that was some uh, some pretty good golf there at the end uh, yesterday. Gigi, were you able to watch yeah. that? Yeah, I was able to catch the uh, the back end of it. Um, <clears throat> Harold Varner, man, he's been playing really good lately. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch him, um, you know, and I think Saturday he shot uh, the the low round of the day, of like eight under or something like that. He just went crazy. Um, you know, and then Sunday that last putt, he was like literally a centimeter away from being in, the, in that playoff with those two. But, um, yeah, it was fun to watch it, and it's good to see, uh, you know, Harold putting on for uh, for the Pirates. Wearing the purple on uh, Sunday. It's like you guys wear the uh, the camo to try to sweep it out. All right, uh, Ryder, I, I, put, I put this out there last Thursday. I want to get your take on it. Um, during the rain delay, I said, name a uh, current pirate you would like to have fist fight your enemy, a uh, pirate you would like to have marry your sister slash daughter, depending on your age, and uh, marry the cur- uh, what current pirate would you uh, pick to live with for a year? 
and uh, had some answers from out there. Uh, Phil said he would pick Amac to fight his battle, Cooch Manor to marry his daughter, and uh, Agnos to live with for a year. Uh, let's see. Odom said Terwilliger to fight. He's a big guy. It's not a bad call. Uh, ben Newton to marry his daughter and Lane Hoover to live with for a year. Huh. <laughs> so you can uh, relate to that, I guess. Um, yeah. I, my answers were uh, CJ Mayhew. To see your answer. What, what's that? I to see yours. I was very honored to see your answer. Yeah, yeah, well, I had you in one of them. Mayhew, not the biggest guy in stature, but I just feel like he's got the bulldog in him, so I I think he could take care of my enemy. I got um, I got Worrell marrying my daughter. It just uh, seems like a nice guy from, from my interactions with him. And then uh, to live with, and part of this is because you, uh, Lane Hoover's your roommate, right? He's a huge Braves Hornets guy. So you kind of already got a roommate like me, but you seem kind of chill. I don't see us having many squabbles about doing the dishes and things like that. So I chose you to, to live with for a year. Yeah, I think that's probably a good pick. You know, I can uh, I can support the Braves and the Hornets when I need to. You know, I, I know every player by name now just from watching so <laughs> many with Hoover. And, uh, Hoover was probably cussing uh, last Wednesday night, I would imagine. Oh, he was, yeah, he wasn't a happy camper. <laughs> Yeah, he he, he kind of gave up on it early too, man. He was yeah. he was pissed off when he came down to dinner in Florida. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, those are some good picks. You know, uh, the Mayhew one's definitely a good pick. I wouldn't want to mess with that guy at all. Well, let's hey before all right, let's get your answers real quick. Who, uh, of your teammates, who would you have uh, fight your enemy? Uh, it would definitely it would be Mayhew, and then Bryson would be a close second. Um, He's pretty intimidating. Yeah, he is, especially, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty intimidating. Um, How about marrying your sister? Marrying my sister. None of them. (laughs) (laughs) CJ Mayhew said Agnos. I'll throw that out there. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. (laughs) Definitely not. Okay. Um, Let's see. I would probably say... uh, you know, Hoof's Hoof's not a bad pick. All right, um, we'll go with we'll go with Hoover. I know you don't want to take any of them, but you, if you had to, Lane Hoover would be the call. Yeah, it would have to be Hoover. All right, and finally, uh, well, you've already. How about outside of Hoof? Who would you like to be roommates with for a year? I would say uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward for sure. He'd probably keep things entertaining. I would imagine. He would. Yeah, there's not too many uh, dull moments with. Uh, with- <laughs> Hey, great stuff, uh, Ryder. Appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck this week, and uh, keep the winning ways going, man, and we'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, Cliff. Thanks, man. Zach Agnos joining us here after a fantastic weekend down in Orlando. Zach, you had a couple of series wins going into it and got the first sweep of the conference season uh, against UCF, and all smiles, right? You guys oh, got to yeah. be pumped up. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, finally pieced everything together, offense, pitching, defense. It was a really fun weekend down in Orlando. I think going into that series, the Pirates had four games this year where they had scored double-digit runs, and then you did it three straight games. So I don't know. What what got going uh, with the bats over this uh, weekend? I, I really couldn't tell you. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know, but we just – sold out to the approach we had and just decided to have some fun while we played and just got after it and 
You know, I think I'm a firm believer in good things happen when you have a little bit of fun on the field. Not too much, but you got a little bit of fun. And like when Star hit that two-run home run, and even though we were down six to two after that, I was, I, I never really felt anybody like freak out or press a panic button. It was just like, all right, so what? We're gonna put up ten. Like I didn't know we were gonna score twelve runs, but that's like how the confidence was in the dugout. So it was really, it was really fun. And hitting can be contagious in baseball. 100%. Once one guy gets going at the plate, then a lot of other people <laughs> in the lineup start to do the same. Exactly, thing. exactly. And it's one thing to score. One here, two there, one. But when you have that big inning, that is so demoralizing for the opposing team. It stinks when you're on the wrong side of it. But when you're on the right side of it, that other team just starts to keep looking at the scoreboard and like, can we get back in this thing, you know? I mean, that was the crazy – the the 10-run inning was probably the craziest inning I've ever been a part of. Um, I mean, I've been in big innings on defense, and I even like – three run innings I'm right. like alright when are we getting back in the dugout but I mean the fact that we just kept going and going like we're beating a dead horse at that point like, <laughs> I mean but uh, we needed all 12 of them but um, no it was it was fun you know it was fun to get off our feet stay in the dugout for a little bit extra time and you know get right of that rest that he needed so and Bryson uh, I thought he worded it pretty well I asked him about the delay he said that when you have a delay that long and you're staying still for that long, it's almost like playing a whole nother game once you continue the game. Uh, good news is you had spotted uh, yourselves a couple of runs, so you had a lead. But right. what was that like kind of re-energizing yourself to, to finish that thing out? Um, that was it, a long delay. It was a long delay. It wasn't too bad, honestly, because UCF had a – they had like this group of college kids that actually don't even – someone said that they don't even go to – UCF, they go to like a, uh, a community college down the street, and they sent one of their fans over to our side to cheer for us, and like as a joke, and they started like bickering back and forth to each other, so it's kind of providing some entertainment. So kind of got our it lightened the mood a little bit in the dugout, and we all kind of got some energy out of that. And it was okay. just, it was funny. It was uh, some of the stuff they were saying I was actually dying about. So and I guess thinking back to every freaking regional we have here, the delays in those games. Oh yeah, it, that was nothing probably. Yeah, God, we've uh, had some some long ones over the years. Well, yeah, last year. Yeah, that was brutal. And there was one uh, against UNCW who we will be playing tomorrow night. I believe yeah. that's the one I remember where. Jay- Jake actually pitched a game. He was on a roll, too, yeah. I want to uh, say. Yeah. And, Through five innings, yeah. yeah. And that's one of those things. Ryder said he uh, you know, he knew he was coming out at that point after that long delay, and he had thrown, I believe it was 72 pitches, said he could. He threw 80-some previously, yeah. could have gone 100, but yeah. that's uh, that's kind of a bummer for a pitcher when he's got a lead but has to come out of the game. Yeah, it's all good, Ryder. Ryder, how, Ryder pitched well. How about two pitchers used Thursday, two Friday? Uh, that's <laughs> Unbelievable. That, it was awesome. It was awesome. You know, Sailor has been such a – man. He's been awesome out of the pen, and, uh, you know, he's just – and, you know, he could have – that's why I really tip my cap to Garrett Saylor because he could he, he was a Friday night starter and then gets moved to the bullpen. You know, he could have really just said, oh, my season's done, yeah. like blah, blah, blah. But, now nah, he stepped up, and he has been lights out. And then uh, Cooch gave us an awesome start on Saturday. And then Danny Beal came in and just took care of business and really, I mean, that's – that's what set up the success for uh, Sun uh, Saturday, I the guess. The final yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> we knew going in that we still have Spivey. Sailor can come back and pitch. Um, we got Trey Savage fresh. Like, we can rely on – like, we don't have to put up 10 runs, but the fact that we did just as icing on the cake. But we knew if we put up, like, four, five, six runs that 
pitchers were going to take care of it. We had Groves as well too. I'm sorry, I forgot he didn't start. So it was just it was. I was awesome, and the game was so quick and just so easy to play behind too on defense. Basketball has become a game where it's not positionless, but there's not a traditional point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. And and now you think baseball, like when you go to East Carolina, you're you're kind of given a broad like Zach, you're going to be an infielder and a pitcher because you're put at third, short, second. Yeah. Um, for like CJ Mayhew is you can't call him a closer. I mean, he started games. Yeah. It seems like when you come to East Carolina, you got to be a baseball player. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Not, no, and we're honestly, seeing that with these pitchers and and with you guys in the field as well. Honestly, it's the truth. Um, I've told you before that I came in, I was more of a pitcher, right? When I when I when I got recruited, I was more of a pitcher than a hitter. Okay, like your brother. Yeah, and then I just started hitting well in the fall, and I, I it wasn't that I pitched bad, but I was hitting. But was the plan to use you as a starter as a, reliever? Yeah, starter, okay, starter reliever, and then threw me in at third base, and then <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. So did you? I guess you played short in high school yeah. along with pitch. Yeah, I always thought I was a shortstop, and no disrespect to any coach, some coach. <laughs> I always thought I was a better hitter. Everybody, um, my pitching coach in high school, who played a long career in the bigs, he told me he's like, "Yeah, you're a pitcher." Who was that? Uh, Sean Camp. He's played. He played like 11 years in the bit. Okay. In the MLB, 18 yeah. total years, like minors and rehab and stuff. So, um, he always told me he's like, "Yeah, you're a pitcher, blah, blah, blah you're athletic." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And uh, I guess. Me and Mike Colangelo were really – I mean, everybody thought I could play – I could hit at the Division One level, but everybody thought I was just going to be more successful as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was just really me and this guy named Mike Colangelo who's, who works out with me and Stein, a guy named Josh Steinberg and my high school coach, Coach Burkhardt, that really were just like, nah, we're going to get you hitting in college. So. And it worked out that way. Yeah, and, it's uh, crazy. And now you're doing a little bit of both. So. A little bit. And uh, you got in on the mound last Tuesday, yeah, right? Yeah, Elon. And uh, how about that group pitching performance? We talked about CJ, two innings, four Ks, easy work. Uh, you got uh, in as well, and uh, and that was a, a good win for you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Coach Godwin told me after the game I need to stop bugging him about pitching because he's gonna. He said he's gonna get annoyed with it and not pitch me. Uh, so what are you doing? Are you going up to him like during the game? Oh no, it's on the mound visit. If you, oh, I, oh, wish, oh. I wish that game was on ESPN Plus because yeah. we he changed pitchers and I I might have been Mayhew when Mayhew went out. I don't know who came in after him, but I was like. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're I was, I was squatting behind the mound, like just rubbing the turf, and I was like, "Hey, coach." <laughs> so oh, you're saying you're at shortstop? Yeah. And he comes onto the field. You're like, "Hey, uh, yeah." I don't know if you know this, but I can pitch. I got, as well. I got, I got an inning. Why do you bring my pitcher's club? Yeah, I'm right. right. I actually use riders. Thank you, Ryder. But um, so you don't have your own personal pitching? No, they said I couldn't get one this year, but it's I don't. It's not a big deal to me. <laughs> it's just it's just an you I, haven't you know, earned I'm, it I, yet. Yeah, <laughs> I think after this year, your uh, pitching numbers, you probably earned a pitcher's glove. I hope I so. Say. I'd hope so. Get some nice wrong <laughs> pitching glove. That'd be nice. All right, great week uh, last week. I was and if you look at the standings right now, the teams at the top of the AAC, yourselves. Um, a team you just beat in UCF, a team that you beat in Cincinnati two out of three, mm-hmm. and a Tulane team that you'll see this weekend. Right. So you guys can find your own motivation, but I think it's good that you're playing these teams at the top to right. kind of say, hey, we're going to challenge ourselves against the best, right? Well, yeah, it's kind of like our whole schedule this year. We haven't, yeah. I really haven't think we, I don't think we've had an easy game. Um, I mean, 
it's just uh, it's going to set us up for success later in the year. Um, you know, like we said, playing these guys early. Like I, I mean, I honestly think that UCS pitching staff was one of the better staffs we've seen all year. I mean, their Friday dude was throwing 95. Saturday dude, before he got hurt, was throwing 94, 95. And even their Sunday dude, he didn't throw as hard, but he had a really good changeup. And then all the guys out of their bullpen were low 90s with really good secondary stuff. And uh, they're, I mean, you look at their hitting numbers, they, they got really solid numbers across yeah. the board. Um, maybe one or two hitters in their lineup. But, like, I can think of that Jostin guy, the big lefty. Like, he, he had a – he hit the crap out of the ball last year and even some of the outs he made this weekend were loud so I mean they were really I mean like I said playing these teams early in this conference season like it's awesome um, you know especially for us because you know we haven't had the start to the season that we wanted so yeah. it's kind of like we're hungry to get after it in conference and you know keep our title Pirates will be at home on Tuesday night against UNCW beat them 3-1 last month we'll get a uh, try to get the series sweep over them, the season sweep mm-hmm. coming up tomorrow, and then Tulane. Uh, your old friend Corey Glore will be on the call. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, make sure you say some bad words to him oh, when you see. I him. got some. I'm I'm still a little salty about. Yeah, him, but that's whatever. what I hear. I still think that, and I thought about this earlier in the season. Like when you, if somebody hits a home run, just kind of like do like some kind of point to it <laughs> in the broadcast booth. Like, hey, yeah. that was for you, Corey. No. <laughs> <laughs> do a Kyrie Irving? <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Kyrie. Uh, all right, this is not related to anything, but one of our, uh, John Moody had a question, and I'll, I'll bring it up with Zach because he's been uh, on a, in a lot of airports traveling. He says, this is a poll question. You probably need to save it for the summer when nothing's going on, but he needs input now. Do you count layovers as states you have been to? So when somebody brings up, hey, how many states have you visited? Do you count like when you're in an airport for 30 minutes waiting on another flight? Uh, you were there? Yeah, I mean, technically, yes. Well, my thing is, especially when we leave the East Coast, I usually like to count it because I haven't really traveled. Like the farthest west, farthest west I've traveled would be Texas. And no, nah, Texas is further west than Cincinnati, right? I'm trying to think of the map. Yeah, yeah. Texas. So Texas is the farthest west I've been. So, uh, I mean, personally, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> wait, I, I mean, we haven't really had any layovers in states that I haven't been to. I've been to Georgia, New Jersey. Been to New Jersey. Yeah, no, I've definitely been to every state I had a layover in. So okay, so for you, but yeah, know. I definitely would count if I had like a layover in California. I'd be like, yeah, I've been to California. I've been to Cali. Yeah, oh, must be nice. You know, the furthest west I've been is Tennessee. It's kind of crazy. Wait, man. you just said you've been to Cali. That was a joke. Oh, like, was... <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> I, yeah. Hmm. The but I've been all the way up to Maine and down to Florida, so I've been all That's, along the east. It's the same as me. But uh, I've only been west of Tennessee. When did you go? To, did you go last year? No, I hadn't no. been in. Oh, I didn't go to Nashville. We used to. Uh, my dad was a farmer, so we would make our trip. We didn't go on vacations in the summer. That was work time, oh, so we yeah. had to go in the fall. So we always went to the mountains. Oh, really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. That's it was fun. Sweet. I like to. Uh, I, you know, fun fact: I lived on a farm this summer. Uh, I did not. What were you doing? Uh, like playing when you were playing yeah i had a host family what is that situation like oh it was awesome it was awesome i had the best host family ever so So it was like an older couple or like okay they had uh they had kids and they actually had a granddaughter that went to lsu this summer so um they're super awesome people and they've been like doing that for years i would imagine yeah they had they had packard oh cool they had uh um 
They had Kyle Schwarber, which was pretty cool. Oh, wow. All right. They had Andrew Vaughn, who's in the big – they've had some cool people roll through there. Um, so do, how does the selection process go? Like, do you well, – how do they match up? This is the thing. I had uh, – The so-and-so family signs Zach. <laughs> yeah, it's a big <laughs> announcement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the jersey. No. Do you put out my top three are <laughs> yeah. Harold and Maud and uh, Priscilla? Yeah. No, I, I, I really don't know how it works. We have, like, a athletic trainer that also handles all the housing stuff, I'm, I'm pretty sure, because that's one who I was texting with. But they actually didn't even have a house for me, so I didn't even. I live like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes away from the field. Me and Moylan, uh-huh. um, but they actually. So I played in Bourne, and they had they lived in Wareham, well, right outside of Wareham, and Wareham had its own team, but me and Josh didn't play for them. So um, I guess the housing lady called them and was like, "Hey, can you please, uh, can you please?" Uh, house these two people like we don't have houses for them like because covid with everything all the um restrictions and oh stuff. yeah like everybody's freaking out and these people were awesome and they're like well as like whatever blah, blah blah and they knew that she had a connection to ecu and she's like oh yeah of course they can come on now and so i mean that's th- great they're awesome people they uh took us on a femway tour oh cool i mean they I mean, the mom could cook. The dad could grill. I mean, that was a, <laughs> dude, that was a butcher. So he was like, he was, oh, wow. I mean, it was awesome. They're the nicest people. They had two dogs. I Josh Mullen has pictures of me just sleeping on a floaty in the pool. It's <laughs> awesome, man. It was, it was such a fun time. So I had to Google Cape Cod League movie because I couldn't remember the name of it because I don't think I ever saw it. Have you ever seen Summer Catch? I saw it a couple years back. You don't sound too impressed with it. It was all right. Okay. It's just, I, every you know, I met my girlfriend up there. Because my girlfriend goes here, but she's from Cape Cod. Huh. So everybody, just every time someone hears that, they're like, oh, Summer Catch, Summer Catch. I'm like, yeah. So yeah. you're Freddie <laughs> Prince. You're you're the actor in it. You're the guy. Pretty much. I kind of look like him. <laughs> you kind of do. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what's your favorite baseball movie? Ooh. <clears throat> wow. I mean. I go Major League. Uh, have I, you seen that? That's old. Yeah, I've seen it. Is that it. too old for you? No, That's, not at all. Right. I like Major League. I like, uh, yeah, obviously, Benchwarmers is in there. See, it's yeah. kind of a generation yeah. thing. Like that's I, mean, I don't even think about that one. Really? Yeah. I can't even really, I'm being honest, I can't really think of it. Like in the movie. 90s, there was a lot of kids' you baseball movies. My, you know what my dad's favorite movie was? What's the, that? The Natural. Okay. He loved that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. But when I was a kid, like Sandlot, Little Big League, and Rookie of the Year all came out. And those, again, are like out of your generation. I love the Sandlot. Though. Okay. Well, yeah. I love it. That's it. Um, gosh, I can't even think of baseball movies. Like, I've watched so many, I just can't even think of any. It's kind of crazy. What's your favorite, Chandler? Um, probably between Rookie of the Year or Little Big League. Because I just, I remember watching that as a kid. Thinking uh, you could like the being twins. like, dude, like, I could be coaching a major league baseball team or being on the mound pitching mid nineties <laughs> as, as an eight nine year old. Did you try to break your arm? <laughs> uh, so uh, th- those were two of my favorites. What you got? Uh, my favorite's Moneyball. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. You know what? I watched that recently for the first. I don't know how I didn't watch it for all those it's years, awesome. but that is a good movie. It's a good movie. And it's uh, it's got real it's it's realistic realistic yeah. and yeah. it's crazy. All right, uh, all right. More nonsensical questions for you as we wrap it up. So the old uh, tweet that I put out last week. We've got your teammates' answers. Let's hear yours. What pirate teammate would you have fight your enemy? C.J. Mayhew. All right, good. Yeah, that was my call. Yeah. Uh, wow. Now look. Wait, time out. I, if you guys don't know, I mean, you can tell C.J.'s like pretty in shape. But he's one of the strongest dudes. Like, 
pound. Like he's only probably 190 pounds. But and I did not know that. I'm going more for the bulldog mentality well, than the strength. Too. Yeah, well, that too. And CJ, if you, he's not afraid of anything. I could see that. Like if you put a bull running at him, charging head on, he would probably charge right back at it. Like he's <laughs> a little bit crazy. But I mean, and you want a guy to fight for you? Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. And he's kind of intimidating. He got all the tattoos too. Yeah. So it's like, oh. He's got a lot going yeah. for him. Now, the Zach Agnos I saw on the mound in the rain a few weeks ago. <laughs> Chandler was scared of that guy. I was scared of that guy. <laughs> So I probably would have picked that Zach Agnos. Like pitching oh, Agnos. I can, get, I can get into that. But not shortstop Agnos? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going pitcher Agnos. Okay, all right. Fair enough. How about um, who would you like to marry your sister? Oh. Now, this one's been... Uh, you I, have been said for this one, by the way. Uh, thank by you, CJ. By CJ Mayhew. Um, <clears throat> Ryder said absolutely not. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't worry, Ryder. You're not up there either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ryder wouldn't be bad, actually. Um, you know, I'm going to go off the board on this one. Uh, not off the board, but not someone everybody think of. I'm going to say Justin Wilcoxon. Okay. Hmm. Just the most genuine, nice kid, um, hard worker. Like, yeah, good dude. All right. Yeah. I like it. Oh, <clears throat> whoa, 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 whoa. I do like Joe. I'm changing my answer. Joey Barini. <laughs> Okay, Barini. He's funny. He's like he's like the same as Jada. He's just funny. All right. Well, this Jada, is... you're you're still funny, but Barini beats him in that Barini, category. Barini beats him. Sorry. Well, this is a question that you you got to have somebody you trust, somebody that's very respectful and all that. And we've had a lot of different answers. I think that's a good sign for this pirate team. Yeah, they got a lot of good dudes. They got on. Got a lot of good dudes. How about uh, who would you like to live with for a year? Now, a lot of people say JC have taken this as like who can be a clown. Like Bryson said, Amac because he's entertain him. Oh, and AMAC, then Amac won't. Uh, and Ryder said JC because he would entertain it. But yeah. what about washing dishes? Like you gotta have somebody yeah. that's gonna. Well, you know, I will say a strong front runner is Lane Hoover because Lane Hoover, let me tell you, said some funny things. Um, and I heard he also just gets into like a mode where he just doesn't stop cleaning. <laughs> like he's just like an OCD, like just gets in a mode. Like he'll be sloppy like one day and the next day he'll just like be brushing the floor with it. Like it's insane. Okay. Um, I like it. And yeah, I'm going Lane Hoover. He's uh, he's character. That's Good call. Just, yeah. And and you, who do you currently live with? Skylar Brooks and, and CJ. CJ. Yeah. Okay. How's that? Everything good in y'all's household? Yeah, our AC and he had been inconsistent, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, other than that, okay. It's all good. Yeah, it was like 75 degrees. Zach, big week. Huge week. Y'all ready to keep it rolling? Yeah, let's keep it rolling, get some more wins, and uh, see you guys tomorrow night at Clark LeClaire. 6.30. Against the Seahawks. Yes, sir. UNCW will be here. Let's. Okay. Uh, Do I have time for one quick story? Oh, yeah. So me and Charlie... Hodges, we were, we we're like, all right, no, we're bored because we played at six thirty. We're like, we got some time. Let's go rent some scooters and drive around campus. And so we're just driving down the street, and like I see, and my, of course, mine was slower than his. Like mine was like, his was going like twelve miles, going like nine. So I was like, lagging behind. At this point, thankfully, and there's like this patch of trees, and I see this like family of big, tall cranes, right? Hmm. And <laughs> and Charlie was passing them, but I don't think he saw them. So I was like. Chuck, Chuck, <laughs> and next thing you know, all here is like, ah! <laughs> and at Charlie, and he let out the most feminine. Ah! He said, "He's like, I thought it was an alligator," and then we got lectured by a we got, this mom was like standing right there, and she lectured us. She's like, "No, like you can't kill them. Like these are our schools." We're like, "Whoa, we're just like." <laughs> I, I didn't you were trying it. to save him. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was just 
dying laugh. I couldn't even hear her talk. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> just the high-pitched scream out of Charlie's mouth. <laughs> I just see it like it, it, as a movie scene. Like He is in slow motion. You're like, Chuck, no! That's exactly how it felt. That's exactly yeah. how it felt. That's fine, wow. man. Zach and Chuck go to Orlando. Seahawks, that's why I thought of it. Oh, okay. Just birds. Was that, so that was when you were in Florida? In, in Orlando, Okay, yeah. recently. And, oh, Oh, watch out for the cranes. All right, good stuff. And by the way, uh, Shirley did this off air, but she did want to admonish you for making her get addicted to Candy Crush again. I feel bad. So I feel bad. I've been on the. Um, there are worse addictions. Uh, I'm I'm now on the unlimited Wordle addiction on the phone. There's like an unlimited Wordle app. Where you, can you know, I always wondered. I never got into that, but it's only one a day usually. Yeah. But now they're just you can get fed yeah, how many you want. Unlimited, yeah. Keep the brain going. It's yeah. probably good. It's a good Sharpen thing. up. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, guys. And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU Players Lounge. We'll be back very soon with another episode. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.